The gang is back together. Look at What's us. What's up, huh? guys? Rob, you all right? Rob, Whoa. you all right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was me. I didn't know that was my turn to say something. Well, we were Jeez, all saying yeah. our uh, cheery hellos. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to speak over anybody. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie's, Robbie's tired. Robbie's, you know, but Robbie's good. Robbie's ready to go. Okay, what, good. Why What's is going Robbie on? tired, dude? Yeah. What's going on, man? Robbie's uh, packing up his apartment. Robbie's moving. That's a big deal. Moving is very stressful. Moving is a bitch. Yeah. Moving is a bitch. It's fucking worst. I thought like in my head, I was like, I have like a couple of things to throw away, but nothing. I've thrown away like 30 bags of garbage. You have no idea how much shit you have until you move. Yeah. It's pretty fucking crazy, but it also feels good. I know like the old me, like throwing everything out was like, oh, and I would think about like, uh, what if in three years I need that shirt or like, it just stupid like hoarder shit and i feel yeah. good that like that's very rare now like sometimes i still feel that way about something but it's pretty pretty good i'm actually shocked you had so much to throw away because you're like kind of a minimalist so what are the things you were throwing away that you had that's the thing like i would think the same thing but it's just like you know if i just like there's just so much stuff i don't even know where it you know what I like stupid things like that are like nothing like what like kitchen things clothes things yeah kitchen things clothes things I gave away like five bags of clothing that I gave to Cassim and he's leaving it on his porch for them to come pick up because uh I can't do it in front of where I live because it's like a building oh you mean like Goodwill will pick it up or something yeah but Kasim that's a nice a, service Cassim has a problem with Goodwill right what they wouldn't pick up your clothes you I've got gone, beef uh, I've gone to Goodwill twice to give them clothes. And every time I've showed up with a, a few bags and they go, sorry, or all full. Sorry, can't can't take it here, buddy. And I've just ended up uh, throwing clothes away in the trash. Well, that's not good. You know, <laughs> I have this. <laughs> I tried. I tried two did. separate occasions. Well, what else am I supposed to do with it? I went well, to I know. Go ahead. Oh, so I was, I was just going to say, they said they only take white people's clothes. So they took mine. Uh-huh. I think I was being profiled. They're like, oh, this kid, he probably smells like curry. There's all kinds of <laughs> yep. scents and spices on these clothes. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know how many times you're going to have to wash his clothes? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. No one wants that stuff. There's all well, this government I, paperwork that comes with his clothes. <laughs> mm, who knows what they're going to find? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, pieces mm-hmm. of shrapnel in the... <laughs> 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 So I had to, I brought this like huge suitcase to this um, thrift store here in Austin. It's called Uptown Cheap Skate. And my friends have told me like, oh, my God, Jamie, they give you cash for your stuff. It's great. They take everything. I was like, when we cleaned out our closet, I've got like brand new jeans from Cutter, from I, like nice shirts, whatever. I showed up there at 10 a.m. when they opened thinking like, oh, I'm like, you know, I'm so smart. I'm getting here so early. There was like a line down the block. So it I took me an hour to even get seen with my clothes. And as I'm waiting, you know the real real? So the, the sh- real real the show? Is, like, is that a show? No. It's like oh, an it's app, a website. A store, website. Yeah, yeah. And they sell, they consign like high-end stuff. So when you try to consign with them, they do this like ultra vetting process. Like they'll send shit back that's like Prada if it's like not good enough, whatever. Mm. I had given shoes to the real real and they don't give you that good of a deal. My sh- shoes from the real real were at Uptown Cheapskate because it wasn't so random to be like, oh, I had those Gucci shoes. But then I was like, and those shoes and those shoes and those shoes. So first of all, they had all my shoes. 
Second of all, I give them this huge suitcase. The girl goes through it in like four minutes and was like, hey, I can give you 75 bucks. And I was like, for all of this stuff? Like this yeah. is all, all of this stuff. She's like, no, no. <laughs> she's like, I don't want all of it. I'll don't. I'll. Do you want me to donate the rest of it? And I was like, felt so defeated. Yeah, and it's, it's hard not to take cash. it personal. I took it so personal, and then I spent fifteen dollars on a dress that <laughs> was very cute, and I wore it this weekend. And Cutter's like, this is cute. Where'd you get? And I was like, a thrift store. And he recoiled from me as if I had <laughs> like the the monkeypox. That's my guy. That's used. Like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He was so repulsed that I would have worn somebody else's clothing. That's my guy. I feel the same way. You do? Yeah, that's my guy. You ever wear? You ever shopped at a thrift store, Rob? You know, I uh, we were we were actually on set of Sopranos. I remember, and somebody was like, "Oh, like there was something I wanted or something," and it was like. $200 $200 and I was like oh yeah I would get that and they were like oh just buy it at a thrift store and I was like I would never buy like a thrift store. and they were like where do you think all your wardrobe comes from and I was like <laughs> and I was I mean, I we, used to, we used to do this podcast in a thrift store basically like <laughs> we all were, used yeah. clothing that's right yeah we were surrounded by used t-shirts and sweatshirts you know what's funny it's like p- people have said in the comments on this podcast like I don't believe Rob's story like there's no way he lives this way like spends $250 on lunch but then like also lives this way and does like things that are like, you know, living ways of like homeless people live. (laughs) And it's funny because I just got a new suitcase Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about this person's comment because the suitcase I had until now, I had from before I met Kasim, which is, what is it, over eight years ago? And it was broken when I met him. It's like, like 10 years now. It's, I think it's 10 years. Broken well, no, like, the, I was sober. like the, the handle broken, the zipper broken, broken how? No, did so you like, just celebrate 10 years sober? No, I haven't been sober oh, 10 years. Okay. But, so, but I was sober when I met you, so it definitely hasn't been 10. Yeah. But I had, I, so there's two handles like uh, to grab the bag. It's like, it's shaped like a hockey bag. And then there's like two, okay. there's a, a handle. Yeah, there's a handle, a handle. And then there's like the Velcro. And yes. I guess when uh, like a baggage person was like grabbing it, they grabbed one like, both arms of the handle and went to toss it on the thing and it ripped like mm. open. So like, oh. but, but what happens was like, I saw when my fucking suitcase came out, I saw that and I was like, oh, okay, like try to fix it real quick. But what happens is I, while I'm traveling, I'm like, I have to get a new suitcase. I have to get a new suitcase. But then when I get home, I'm so relieved to be home that like you put the suitcase in the closet and you forget about it. And then it's like, you also time to don't travel, travel again. a lot. I don't travel a lot. And then it's like time to travel again though. And it's like, Oh yeah, I'm taking this out of the suitcase. It's like fully broken thing, like not and like the wheels are coming off. Like it's a bad look, but I kept using it. Well, now we know what to get you. No, I got. I, I just got a new. I just oh, got a, a new, new one. suitcase. Yeah, here. This is, is she my, fancy. My apartment. Oh, my oh wow, you, you are look in like an you empty live in a, like apartment. A, yeah, like a meth attic den or something. Just nothing. But are you in a chair? Even are you on the floor? Yeah, I'm in a chair. But Casim <laughs> knows what my apartment. Casim uh, was a very good friend. He came to help me on Sunday move. He moved. We moved all my furniture, and he was. Yeah, very we have a new excited. show. Where did you move it? We have a new show. We came up with a new show while we were moving, Jamie. Yeah. What is it? Can I be a part of it? Uh, I don't think so because it was called what was it called? Two kids, two moves. No, two, two kids, kids two trips. Two trips. Two yeah, kids, we could do three trips. kids, three trips. Yeah, and it was. No, I can't help. So I'll drive the car. Yeah, that's it. We we go to people's uh, houses basically, and we assess everything, and we get it done all in two trips. 
Wow. This is a business yeah. I support. I yeah, like say of. say there's a grandma who's like whose husband just passed away and she's got to move into a smaller house because she, you know, she's living in too big of a house now. You know, that's where we come in. She, that's where we come in. And it's me and Rob and we got our own little van with our faces on the side. And then we and we go, uh, you know, the opening of the show is like us getting there. You know, we just got the call that Agnes McGillicuddy, your husband just passed and she needs us to come and help move her stuff. So we go in. We meet Agnes and we get her story. You know, she shows us pictures like, oh, here's Mir and Harold, you know, when he was out of the war and we get the whole sob story, you know? Right. And, and while we, Kasim is listening to the sob story, I'm just eyeing up the furniture, figuring out how we do it in two trips. Yeah, because our personality, uh, Rob's, Rob's the, uh, the, the, like the, the guy who, you know, logistics, he He's handles the engineer. all like, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm there. I'm like the people guy, you know, I'm, I'm like consoling. You know, I'm there to make sure people aren't too attached to their stuff. So I'm there. I'm talking to Agnes. I'm getting the story. Because we drop stuff a lot. Because we Naturally. drop a lot. We drop yeah. a lot of stuff. So, and that stuff, we just, then we just throw it away. Yeah, but Casa, make sure they're not too attached to things just so, so we know, you know, that it's going to be okay for us. And then, like, you know how in reality shows, like, where it's like uh, the fish tank, and it's like, and it's like, we're building this person a fish tank and it's going to, mm -hmm. it's going to be 11 by 11 and take 300 gallons. And then yeah. like, it's like Agnes's bed is 11 feet tall, but her doorway is nine feet wide. And it's like all, right. all us figuring out how are we doing this in two trips, the two Fun. kids, two trips. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then her like family's coming to visit, you know, her son's there. He's like 50. Her son's there. He's like, you know, trying to let go of some stuff. He's also trying to keep some of his stuff. He's looking at his dad's old suit, his dad's old Navy uniform. We all have a nice cry. You know, Rob's out there trying to fit like her old bed frame and credenza and, and like without scratching it. It's like, this has been in the family for 200 years. And Rob, like, you know, it's like it cut the commercial comes on just as Rob, like, uh oh, you hear a big thud. You go, uh oh. And then we come back from commercial. Everything's fine. We figured it out. But uh, there's a lot of drama in the moving boys industry. That's right. We're moving boys. And uh, we think we could do this in a different town. Like find a sob story and help somebody who wouldn't have the means to pay for a moving company. I think we could go international with this, to be quite honest. Oh, we, we uh, Rob doesn't. That's in my contract. I don't I don't do international. Sorry. Imagine moving somebody out of like Mumbai, you know, like <laughs> that's when we'll just send Cutter. Yeah, Cutter can go as long oh. as all of the clothes are theirs and none are secondhand. Because he's not yeah. touching right. the secondhand clothes. No, no. Actually, he won't. He he. You'll do the clothes, Cass. He'll he'll do the beds. That's right. And then yeah. the best the best episode is episode two. We go to someone's house and they have a cat. So Cassim has to do everything, and I'm just sitting outside on the hood of the mm. car eating an apple. You know. Yeah, we 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 got our own per, our personalities really shine through in this. You're on to something, all, guys. All yeah, it's 50, 50 states, fifty moves, two kids, two trips. NBC. Yeah. Peacock. No, it's on, it's on like, yeah, P, it's on like an app for sure. It's on like this Discovery, is on Discovery Plus. Plus, for <laughs> sure, which now yeah. is Warner Brothers. Yeah, which will be on HBO Max uh, next year. So everything's falling apart. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, you know, Rob, he doesn't have a lot of stuff, but the stuff that he had <laughs> was of good quality. It took I thought it was going to be there for like three hours. We were done in like an hour. Gave me a bottle right. of water, sent me on my way. I even got some stuff out of the deal. He gave me a suitcase. He gave me his old Samsonite suitcase that was just packed with like stuff from Air One. And uh, it's like two oh, jars wow. of barbecue sauce in there. Three Sugar packs free. of dehydrated strawberries. Eight packs of tuna. You know, wow. 
Yeah, yeah. Now I had to like. That's I, what you get for being. Those are the perks when you're friends with me. That's right. What's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Is it the hundreds of dollars it costs for your setup? Or are you the busy, on-the-go type with only minutes to spare? Level up your game with Backbone, the universal gaming essential that is instantly enhances your gaming experience on mobile. Uh, look, for those of you that are looking to try and um, take some gaming uh, with you on the road, um, this Backbone piece here snaps in to your phone um, and it allows you to have, like it turns your phone into a controller essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, it has an app and you can download and it's compatible with uh, hundreds of games into the app store. There's Call of Duty, which I was playing. And if you're the type of person that likes to spend your time on your phone playing games, this thing is such a no brainer. It's inexpensive and it's built really well and it travels really easily. So if you're like Rob and you're on the plane and you don't feel mm -hmm. like watching Shark Tank like he does <laughs> and you want to play a game on your phone, but you don't want to just like tap the screen mm -hmm. and do all that jazz. Attach your phone to one of these and you'll have a fully functional controller. Mm -hmm, that's right. So go to playbackbone.com slash pajama now to order your backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. Not only is the game specifically optimized for backbone, but you will also receive $10 of in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash pajama. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Helix, Helix, Helix. How long have you had your mattress? Such an important question. Yeah, I mean, look, you're supposed to trade these out every few years. Yeah, at least, okay? And we have the place for you to go to find your new one. And that is Helix Sleep, okay? You go online and you take the Helix Sleep Quiz. You get matched with a model mattress that is perfect for you. So whether you want soft, medium, firm, whether you're a side, back, stomach sleeper, they take all of this information and find the perfect mattress for you. That's right. I uh, I have a Helix mattress. I mm -hmm. also, before I had my Helix, I had a top name brand we a memory foam mattress, which I will not say. And I thought it was the best mattress that I could get. And I spent a lot of money on it. And when Helix came into the pod, I was like, sure, I'll try the mattress. You guys, I know you guys have an in-home trial thing. If I don't like it, I'll just send it back because my mattress is pretty good. Uh, it is the Helix is the only mattress that I am currently sleeping on. It is so comfortable. Mm -hmm. I went online and took the quiz, like Jamie said, figured out that the mattress for me was a Helix Sunset Luxe mattress. Of course it king, is. By the way, because I am the king. And I sleep on it every night and I get better sleep on it than I did on my name brand memory foam mattress. And I've never been happier and I've never been getting sleep this good. There you go. And it comes with a 10 or 15 year warranty. It was rated number one um, by GQ and Wired Magazine. And it's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine. So listen, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattresses and two free pillows for our listeners. If you go to helixsleep.com slash pajama with Helix, you will sleep better. And that will start now. I got a, I got a food question for you, Rob. Mm. What are your thoughts on the carnivore diet? 
Have you heard of it? Do you know this guy, the carnivore guy on Instagram or whatever, and his girlfriend, Animal Based Bay? Because Cutter is on this kick that this is what we should be doing, which is basically just red meat. They eat organ meat, but they make it in pill form because I can't do that. Eggs, raw milk and cheese, avocados, and all fruit, but no vegetables, no greens, no nuts, no seeds. They say that any kind of vegetables are, to quote them, bullshit because plants have natural defense mechanisms and chemicals that they put out to survive. And so the idea is that when we ingest them, they put out these defense chemicals that are harmful to our bodies. And so actually eating this way, you will be the leanest and fittest. Your cholesterol goes down and it's the best for you. He really wants us to try it. So I needed to talk to you guys about this first. Yeah. Well, first I'd like to say welcome to 2013. (laughs) uh yeah of course i've heard of the carnivore diet here's here's the thing that i think when like because i know people who try the carnivore diet and what they say is in the beginning you get like sick like you don't feel good when you're when you're starting it and like it's hard i think my manager might have tried it but it's like when you when you're going through that first like week or two weeks like it sucks and it's horrible but then when you get to like feeling good it's great but then what happens is like three weeks later somebody goes somewhere and they fall off the diet and they go like whenever people talk about these extreme diets, I'm like, why not just eat healthy? Like, I don't know why. Well, I think the idea is to like do a solid month, maybe two, because I guess it really takes inflammation out of the body and really puts the body in a state to be in its best self so that when you do fall off the wagon here or there, go out for sushi or have a piece of birthday cake or whatever, your body handles it better than if you're ingesting that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, from, from everything I like, it was a while ago when I looked into it, but I think it's like, it depends on where you're getting your meat. Like you want to get all. Well, yeah, no, that's very important. According to them, like everything wild grass fed, like they're very specific on like how you should be doing it. Right. So when you talk like that, like to me, realistically, somebody who lives a normal life, it's very hard to like, you know what I like, think about the last 10 places you went to eat. Like, what would you have been able to eat there? I know. I think, well, that's why in preparation, every meal I'm like, okay, if I was doing it, how would it be? You know? Right. That's why it's so hard. So, but it's just like, that's why for me, it's like just changing the lifestyle of like, I'm just going to be healthy all the time. Maybe one day a week I eat crazy and the other, because other times you're just like counting the days until it's like, oh, when is my next, when can I fall off? When can I, and that's yeah. just like not sustainable to me, especially because most people, when they go through like really stressful times in their life, they'll, they'll put their carnivore diet in the back seat. you know, all sure. of a sudden they're like, yeah, I was on carnivore diet for three months. And then my mom died and then like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you, I, I don't think. If you're trying to like do something healthy, I don't think it should be so fucking difficult. Like like your diet, if it's something that you're like, I'm, I'm doing this thing every day that I eat, I eat three times a day and this and like every time it's so hard yeah. for me and this because it's like, there's, and again, like we've talked about this on the show where it's like, if I could be behind like one charity or like one thing, it's like figuring out a way that everybody could eat healthy for the same yeah. price that people can eat like fucking shit. Like you yeah. can go get a cheeseburger at a drive through with French fries and a drink for like three ninety nine, 
But like a healthy salad is like $12. It's fucking crazy. It is. You know what I feel like is I I walk away every documentary I watch that's like food related. Or if I listen to a, a podcast for an hour, that's like we had this guy on and he, you know, and he mentioned that uh, if you eat only mushrooms, you, you'll start to like become a mushroom and you can uh, talk to plants. I feel like if you gave anyone an hour's worth of your time, you could be convinced just about You're right. anything. You're absolutely right. And You're right. I've, I've watched done, too much of this guy's Instagram. Totally. And and these guys are all, they're all selling you something, you know? So if you watch an hour of a guy who's selling you on a certain lifestyle, me and Rob watch, uh, we watch this documentary about the farm, big, big, little, biggest little farm. It was an hour and a half movie. We walked away. We we're looking at like how to start a farm and like how to join, how to go work on this farm. Like it's it's enough to make you and sell you on a dream. I'd say yeah. like 45 minutes. You could get most people to do anything you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you yeah. think they get those Heaven's Gate people to just like all buy buy Nikes and then drink the Kool-Aid and die? Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. those guys had more than an hour. They had like uh, a week or, you know, a month or whatever it was. Well, I'm I a think, sucker. What do you want me to say? We're all suckers. <laughs> we're absolutely all suckers. I, I've never, when I was like regularly exercising and I was trying all these different diets, I ended up like try, going hard, like only eating this thing or only trying this and eventually settled somewhere in the middle, which was just like a decent portion of protein, a little bit of carbohydrates and as much like greens, leafy greens as you want, you know, minimize yeah. sugar intake. And like, that's when I was at my fittest. That was when I was at my happiest. That's when I got the best sleep. And I, and I would have to imagine that's probably like going to handle 80% of the population out there. Now I, I work with this guy who's a WWE wrestler, uh, Austin Creed, AKA Xavier Woods, Austin Creed. He doesn't eat a single vegetable at all. And he's shredded. He's ripped. He only eats proteins, and but also fruit? like sugar and like, I don't know if he eats fruit, but like he, he probably eats. does steroids. So Sorry, on the carnivore Austin. diet, you can eat all fruit. Did I say that? Yeah, no, I didn't. I, yeah, can you? You can eat. Fruit. You can eat Great. all you fruit, eat fruit and honey. Good. I think it's like like cutter try, but like to subject the whole family to it might be a little. I think he should be well, able to do whatever he wants. What want, yeah. Jack's been eating carnivore diet for years. Jack's an animal. Yeah, Jack's but, an animal. But you know what's funny? It's like because like you know when I first got into like thinking about my diet and this was like eight or nine or 10 years ago. And it's like, what I did was I tried all these things out and then I ended up with a thing that was like, Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like mm -hmm. I basically eat the carnivore diet, but I just have like brown rice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Besides yeah. that, like all I'm always eating meat or chicken. It's always like organic grass fed. And yeah. what, the, what the guys who I, the guy, some of the guys who I listen to, but like one of the most respected guys is like, Go with like the three fist rule, which Kasim knows a lot about the three fist rule. That's how to know how much protein to put you have. No. So it's like you, you have like, if you picture your plate and then you take like your fist here, your fist here, your fist here, you should have something the size of your fist of vegetables, something the size of your fist of carbs, something the size of your fist of protein. Boom. Eat that twice a day. And then a breakfast, same thing. Like in your, you know, it's like all these, like all the best guys who I listen to. What if you have a little the, fist? the most simplistic. Well, then you're a little person, so it's right. But what if it's like a disproportionate fist? What if you've got well, one those of these people, people that has like, they their fingers are anyway. like fused together like this, and then yeah. when they make a fist, it's tiny. Deformed and you... God, you guys are so inclusive. What if you got, rheuma what if you got rheumatoid, and your fist is like yep. this? 
I'm sick of you guys and being you're so like inclusive. Eating too much food because your knuckles don't go in enough. Rob yeah. said I had my fist. Yeah. Cass, I have some UFO stories for you from my friends in Santa Fe. I was just in Santa Fe. Uh, yeah. Uh, stop the pod. In Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just in. Well, you know, I work in New Mexico, but I of went up course. to Santa Fe. And Cutter and the kids came up. Let me say before I get to UFO, we went to an Imagine Dragons concert two nights ago. Imagine it, Dragons. It was the boys. Oh, Jack must have yeah, been going. It nuts. was the boys' first concert. I'll send you a video. They had the best fucking time. Macklemore opened for them, who was awesome. I thought yeah. he was dead. Macklemore? No, that That's was Mac that Miller. Was Mac Miller. Oh, rest Which, in peace. Sad if you R. say R. fast enough. Yeah. It rained on us. It poured on us. There was light. It was outside. There was lightning everywhere, but it was epic. Was it dangerous. was amazing. It was so cool. My kids were so bad the whole week. <laughs> So poorly behaved. Like Cutter and I were like at our wits end. Like they never stop fighting. They're so fucking annoying. But the concert, we all had the best time. So Good. I was very grateful for it. But I digress. All right. Back to the aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend lives yes, yes. in Santa Fe with her husband. And he is not a believer. But he yes. said. Believer. Believer. <laughs> Um, he said that he has sat out on his porch and seen more than three times a green dot come straight down vertically from the sky, rotate, and then disappear straight back. Like there's no cloud coverage, nothing. And he's like, I can't explain it. I've had other people sit there and see it with me. It's happened at least three times. I know that I'm alert and aware of what I'm seeing, and it was real. Castle wants to go to their house for a week. What do you want to show me, baby? Stuff. I'm just gonna. Have he's to gonna. Flip. He's gonna. Flip he's gonna be flip. like, those are the L L four. A green dot. Tall, tall droids. Which uh, one was it? No, not this. Oh, jeez. Here he goes. He's in the. He's in the cool guy handbook right now. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say? You Let making fun of me because I got notebook. UFOs, generals, pilots, <laughs> and government mich- officials go on the record by Leslie Keen. You're telling you guys, me this remember makes me when not I laughed cool? at Alejandro Rojas? Oh yeah. my God, I can't. You know believe- he stopped doing. You know he stopped like blogging. <laughs> because he stopped me. believing in aliens. <laughs> you guys, I stopped believing I was- in anything. <laughs> I was sitting in my bed the other night. <laughs> And I just thought of that moment. I was remembering laughing. He doesn't want to be around anymore. <laughs> I don't even remember why I was laughing. Oh, uh, guys, he had that was the rudest chafe. I've ever been. That was the rudest I have ever been to anyone in my entire life. I straight up. You were so out of character. You were so out of character. Uh, and it was one of these guys that like I I was like so pumped to have on. And I was finally. Kinda, it was I thought him you were and, him and Chris Marquette. At, dude, Chris Marquette was a great episode. He was a great episode. Go listen to the uh episode with Alejandro Rojas, a famous pajama pants episode where the where the the gang finally let me bring a UFO expert on. I don't know what episode that is. <laughs> Jamie looked guests. just like this. I miss having guests. I was, uh, and I felt, so, I, I, I can't remember what I was left, but I was not at him. But as soon as he started speaking, the giggles 
started to happen. And when I look at Rob, <laughs> when I have giggles, it's fucking done. Yeah. And I just, I tried so hard. I put my head under the table. I had to apologize to him. And he, was it because we said he looked like Oscar from The Office? No, I yeah, said that, that I said too. that later. But the, oh, yeah. the thing, the thing was, it was just because like we were waiting and waiting and Cassim was like, oh, I think he's good. And then it was like, oh, he's here. And just when he like popped up and it, like we're talking about UFOs, it was also, we're in like a warehouse with clothes and the pajamas. It was just such a thing. But I remember like, I wanted to protect you so bad that I, I made up a, I, I was like, oh, the reason we're laughing is you see, Oscar, uh, blah, blah, blah. And like told him some, you know, uh, Kasim did. did this earlier. And he did, but he knew. He knew. I don't think, I don't now think he knew. Gone. He knows, he knows now. <laughs> he knows yeah. He's watched every episode since. Huge pajama pants guy. He's been waiting for us to talk about it again. God damn it. I still feel, well, it kept me up at night. The other night I thought about it and felt real bad. Can you imagine? While you laugh high. <laughs> I will tell your friend, I appreciate the story. He's got to be out there with like a can. He's got to have a camera at the ready or his iPhone they don't, or something. They don't capture it, right? Isn't that the, the thing? No, man, it's we got a lot of stuff, man. Well, the energy there, like in Albuquerque, I've never really felt it, to be honest. But when I went up to Santa Fe, it's a different energy. It's like palpable. There's like some fucking Mm -hmm. amazing Mm -hmm. healing Mm -hmm. energy. I was dark last week. Like I had a really hard week when we first got there. I was just like, I was at a really just like, sad, frustrated place with, with MS. And I was like feeling really limited and upset and just, you know, I think I have put on a brave face and I pushed through a lot of the times, but I don't think that that's always the healthiest thing because I clearly was suppressing some types of feelings. And I really was like, I had this moment where I was like, fuck, is this going to be the rest of my life? This is a real bummer. Like, it's really sad to think, like, I'll have to deal with this for the rest of my life. I'm willing to accept it, and obviously I'll do what it takes, but I just needed a minute to feel bad about it. And on top of it, as I told you, my kids were being, like, the worst. And I went to see this healer, and I'm not going to get into, like, what happened, but, like, I don't know what happened, but I since I walked out of his place, I am in, like, I'm, like, a different person. I'm like, and even Cutter was like, I feel so much better being around you. I'm not worried about you. When we were at the concert, you guys, like I had my walking stick and Cutter, but like it was a far ass walk, like up and down hills, this and that. I did it. I powered through like there's a there's some shit going on in that area of the country and the world. And it was dope. That's what's up. It's what's up. And it's some alien shit. Everything, everything he, like his name was Rick. He, <laughs> he we barely sorry. spoke. I don't know. Not like, the name I, I thought like, you were going to say. I know, right? You thought I was going to be like lightning bolt or something. His name <laughs> yeah, was Rick. <laughs> Rick. I, 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 I fear to describe it because it would like take away from the magic. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it was just, I feel like he put me in a place of pure surrender. Yeah, but is, is this like a physical thing that he did to you or is it like mm-hmm. uh, just energy work? I mean, I was work? laying on it, just energy work. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That stuff's real big right now. I got to tell it's, you, when, when I was on yeah. the dating apps, uh, I, every one in five girls was a Reiki worker. Really? That's yeah. because Kasim goes for a type. 
I yeah, fa- tell me I, what is the type that's finding you know, You know how many Reiki workers I came across? A zero. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of unemployed putting- artists from the east side. Yeah, that's east your- side. Yeah. What are you putting in your search that's bringing up Reiki artists? Uh, lower back pain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's something I, like an L.A. thing where people can like getting their uh, realtors license they do in their spare time. You know, they go, I'll just get my right. Reiki certification. And right. Right. You know, technically, I don't know if there's like a governing body. I think you just have to like go to an office where like there are two crystals that hand you a form or something. And it's like the defensive driving course that you take when you're barely paying attention to it on your computer. And you're like, I'm yeah, I know all this stuff now. Yeah. yeah. And you can take it over if you fail, like right away. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. And I'm glad you saw Imagine Dragons. Uh, Uh, What a good concert. What a good concert, you guys. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of live music. It's it, it is good to be back, but and but I'm glad I can go do it without worrying about COVID since I just got it. You know, and I'm doesn't that kind of a nice sort of like free like now that you just had it, don't you feel like you can kind of just do whatever right now? Yes, and it was outside, so it just you know it, it was nice to be in that kind of environment and nobody had a mask on. Yeah, I hope I'm not a like. I oh, people are ready. No, be like, we all, we all. What are you doing with all those maskless people? We all like Enough. not having Watching a mask. On. Imagine dragons. If you have COVID, if you haven't had COVID still, like, and, you, and if it makes you feel better to wear a mask, great. I get, I totally get it. Like, my parents need to wear a mask on the rare occasion they leave their house. Yeah. But I think most people have had uh, COVID by now, at least most people that I know. There's only like a couple people that haven't. Wear your masks if that's you. Most people have it and then they can just kind of walk around with it now. Yeah. I know people that are getting infected for the second and third time now. Yeah. I had I had the third time like three weeks ago. Yeah. It's crazy, bud. I you know, I was crazy. on a plane and the guy and the like pilot said the best thing ever. He's like, um, hey, so with COVID, he's like, you don't have to wear a mask. But if somebody wants to, let's respect that and we'll be in New York soon. It's like, yeah, it's that easy. Yeah, that's it. That's like, all they have to is. say. Yeah, so whenever I look say. at any, I don't judge anyone for not wearing or wearing one at, at all. Yeah, it's so normal now. When when fucking other people though are like, you should. It's like shut the fuck up, get out of my fucking business. Like, yeah. like why why aren't you having your four year old wear a mask for two and a half years? It's like shut the figure it out, asshole. <laughs> like if you're asking me that question, go fuck yourself. Yeah, man. I think Jack's had COVID seventeen times. To be honest, yeah, he's the he's Jack the, is co- he's he's more COVID. Jack now. is COVID. Yeah, <laughs> those aren't arms; those are spores coming out of his body. Yeah. Little, little COVID Dykstra, Jamie. What do you think? Like, do you ever try and take stock and like? And I don't know what it is. Like, what's going on in your life beforehand or this? Because I feel like you go so like like there's weeks where you're like I feel so positive about MS and like everything's great and then and then there's times where you're like. It's really hurting me right now. Like, is it just random or do you think there's like things that happen? Um, I mean, I'm sure that there, like, I'm sure in obviously more stressful times in my life or if I'm more tired, but I really feel like this specific low that I had last week was the lowest I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a big deal. I think you're under, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, maybe you're. No, it was hard. It was hard. It was really hard. But I felt in my heart that I needed to go there. You know what I mean? Like it was a place that I dipped my toe in, but I was like, I need to feel really fucking sad and mad, all of the things right now. Um, And I did. 
and I did. And, you know, I just, I was, would, would be with my family and I was mad that we had to fucking, like, I wanted to hike with my kids. I wanted to do all these things. And I, I was getting angry. Like there aren't behaving because they're sitting in a fucking room right now when we should be outside doing things. And I was mad because it, it stops me from being who I want to be. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't want to just sit and hang out. Like I'm somebody that really likes to be active. That would be the one that would be doing all of the things. So I think I just really had to come to terms with that and be pissed about it. But I think the one thing in the healing session that really was significant was the place of surrender that I went to, like, I feel like metaphorically, I've always been trying to like push this disease down and beat it and fight it and push and push and push. And it felt like I almost like been pushing it down, just keeping it in my lower body. And I laid on that table and just literally like opened my arms and I'm like, come in, like, welcome, like do like, I'm not fighting it anymore. Like, I'm just going to let it move around in me, do whatever it has. And talk to me, message me, whatever. Cause I've given it, as you know, so much meaning I've taken from it as many lessons as I can. And I have, I'm grateful for the lessons. And I've talked about this a million times where I really feel like it's shaped who I am and I'm proud of that. But at the same time, I really like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> mm. I'm really like done. And it, and it, I don't know what this means for me physically, but I know it means that I just, I really feel like a lot of that fear has been lifted and I don't, and I don't know if I'll have to go there again and I'll feel sad again and maybe I will, but I just, like, you know, Cutter, and he has even said to me the past couple of days, he's like, I don't know why, but like, I'm not worried when I'm around you anymore. Like, I don't, like, I feel different around you. So. I remember you had, maybe not to the this level but you you kind of had this same sort of battle with ms a couple years ago or like three mm-hmm. years ago where you kind of had to like sit in it for a while and then like you came out of it and then like you, you almost like you made some sort of like bargain with it or something. like i don't know it you, you seem to have some peace with it but it's i think much like a lot of things that we have in life, like we go through ebbs and flows with that yeah. stuff. Like and it's marriage. a journey and it's like, yeah. and it's, I think I would uh, like allow little bits here and there of things, of pieces of healing, but it, it just, it felt like a big one. It felt like a big, yeah. big shift. It was right um, when you were manifesting a lot of stuff and you mm-hmm. were putting out like positive vibes and you were getting like job after job. And I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was like right before all that, like you were having a tough time with your MS and you were yeah. vocal about it on the pod too. Yeah. But yeah. you know, like I know like one time on Joe Rogan, like a long time ago, he was talking about like um Tony Robbins. And he's like, you know, is that guy a scam? Is it all a scam? Like that whole thing of like going somewhere, like getting pumped up and this. And he's like, Well, he's like, research shows that like for two or three months after that, like people really do improve in their lives and they do better and they're more successful and they feel better in this. But most people within three months or whatever, fall back into Mm -hmm. their old ways, whether it's Mm -hmm. quick or slowly or something happens or whatever. And he's like, which surprised me, his conclusion was like, well, then I don't know, maybe it is a scam where like, you know, seeing Joe Rogan and his whole thing is like, 
oh, I go to the gym and I work out every day and I do all this stuff for my body. And it's like, dude, you know what happens if you stop that shit for three months? Like, because I've, I've stopped going to the gym for three weeks before when I was sick and I try and go back and I'm like, fuck, like I see my belly a little bit. Like I see, I'm not like, I don't feel good on this. And I'm like, no, that's just what, like, you know, the older I get, the more I think like, that's what life is. It's like, you, you can get to this point or whatever, but that doesn't mean you're there. Like you're yeah. for good or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like, it's always work to stay you can there. Always, you can always get back on the beam and the beam is a lot lower than you think it is, you know? And I, mm-hmm. and I have to tell myself that cause I'm, I'm, I just hit like one year of not working out. Any, anyone's have been listening to the pod for a while has known that that was kind of like a big part of my you know, like staying healthy was like, it made me feel good. It was, uh, I liked the way I looked. I just had more energy. And then kind of when I had this job, uh, it became harder for me to like do this, the things I did because I could, you know, before I could kind of just wake up whenever and work out yeah. whenever, and it's yeah. a lot easier to do that. And, and, uh, I'm one of those guys that's like, like kind of all or nothing. And Rob always tells me this too. It's like, you don't have to like go back to the level that you were at, which is like strength training three days a week, cardio and the days that you're off, like doing, you know, activity, like you can just, I can just hop on the Peloton once this week and see how I feel, Yes, you know? And, and I, and then I, I tell myself that, and then I still get, I'm, and I'm sure this is a lot of people go through this. You go, all you got to do is just get on that thing once. And then another day will go by and I'll be like, Oh, I'm just like, I couldn't make time. I just didn't do it. And then I'm like, I'm like upset at myself because I know exactly what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. And I know exactly what it feels like on the other side and I'm still not doing it. But there will be a day where I just get on and like things will click and I'll just be like, oh, yeah, like I wish I would have done this sooner. And I'm I'm, I feel like I'm getting close to it. Well, that's why I always have to do trainers because it's an appointment. And I yeah. feel a commitment that I've You don't made. want to let someone else down too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Waste and somebody else's time. It's true. It's like once you're like three weeks in of doing it like once or twice a week, you reap the benefits and then you're like, okay, like I, fi- I, I, yeah. cause you know, you can fit it into your life. Like, you know, you can. Totally. I'll just be a little more tired during the day, but like no, the but benefit outweighs. Be. All right. I, <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Even, well, here's the thing is when I, cause I, I have like low, you guys know I'm like slightly low T. I'm anemic. <laughs> I like need this. I need a certain amount of sleep or else I'm not right. I can't we get you little TT the, shots. The way little, the way you just I've never been injections? more emasculated than the way you just said TT shots at me. I just pictured Jamie flicking the tip of a needle. She's like, it's time for your TT shot. She's pulling out my little stick and she's like just injecting it right into the little shaft. Just a little TT. Uh, if she wasn't depressed <laughs> last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, beam is a lot lower than you guys think it is. I like that. Um, do you guys want to read some emails? I have some, yeah, a, couple not, a couple ones that are like patting us on the back, which I feel like is always good. Yeah, whatever. You know what the other thing is, Jamie? It's like, I feel like it's a catch 22 with like, maybe like who you are and what you want, but what the reality is, because it's like, you want to be someone who people don't worry about, mm-hmm. but then it's like, but then when is it like, when sh- are people supposed to be like, Hey, are you okay? Like, because like you put that thing forward so much. And I don't know if it's that, or just that, like, I, I see the person who you are deep down and it makes me like not worry about you because I'm like, it's Jamie, like Jamie's fine. Jamie doesn't 
Mm-hmm. With every, you know what I mean? It's like with whatever you. Well, you've also seen me through like a lot of shit and I always pull through. So yeah. Yeah. And I also, and I hear you say a lot, like, I just want to be somebody that people don't have to worry about and like, don't this. So it's like, oh yeah. Then, then even like, if I do worry about you ever, it's like, oh, Jamie wouldn't want me to worry about her, but you're also just like, not someone I worry about, you know, which mm-hmm. is like. Which can be bad because then it's like, when are the times that I'm like, hey, Jamie, are you okay? Like, I would never, like, you know, I just like, I don't know. No, I like that. You, I don't want you to do that because uh, that, no, don't change that because I don't, that makes me feel, it makes me feel less isolated than I already feel in my own head because of it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. No, I, I yeah. And it's not even about like you saying like, you'd want me to do it or this, but I'm just saying it's like, it's got to be a weird, like, that's such a weird seesaw to, like, manage of, like, when you're really dealing with stuff, but you want to be the person who's, like, don't worry about me, and I'm fine, yeah. and then it's just got to, like, it's got to be hard when, like. I think it also comes from, like, what we've done for a living, what I do for a living, because you just got to show up no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, you can't bring your shit to work. Like, you got to do your job. People depend on you. So I think I just have that attitude, too, of, like, leave my stuff at home because it's not anybody's problem. Here's a, here's a weird question. Do like, do actors, can actors file for like disability? Like if you were like, Hey, I was, if you got hurt on a job, but what about like a job? Okay. Okay. But what, like if somebody's working a job for 20 years and then all of a sudden they have MS and can't do that job anymore. Hmm. I think just I don't <laughs> this know. is three people's faces who have who have not had a real job in a long time. I have no idea. Like Castle's face. Am I retarded? Is somebody is somebody doing your backyard right now that you could ask, Cass? <laughs> yeah. Just, is there a normal person? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, All right. Emails. Let's read this email. This is from. Uh, Amanda, uh, subject, they invite me places. Hi, Jamie, Robin, Casma, Amanda from Long Island. I'll keep the gushing to a minimum. When I tagged Jamie in that Instagram video of Rob's interview, I wasn't expecting any kind of response. She's talking about the one where uh, Rob was on the red carpet. They invite me places here. (laughs) Yeah. Just thought it'd be cool for you guys to get a chance to see it. Then the next week, I see that on the pod in my nerding out reached a new level my jaw dropped and felt honored i've seen all 148 episodes of the pod hey good for you you guys helped me get through my sobriety knowing i'm not alone in that some advice you gave would be so wholesome and would allow me to look at things differently you helped me get through a lot you guys have made me ugly snort laugh and cry like a blubbering fool you get so personal and honest, relatable in all aspects i'm 29 i've been obsessed with the sopranos since i was 18 I've gotten friends and family hooked on it, even traveled to Jersey to meet a lot of the cast. Just wanted to show my appreciation and say thank you. And I hope you keep and I hope to keep seeing you guys. It's been nice getting to know you. To quote Rob, authenticity is always in style. Thanks, Amanda. Did you say that? Sure. Sounds, sounds like, like a Rob. Sounds like quote something to me. you would say, but then you would be like, you know, you'd point to it a little bit. <laughs> thank you for those nice words, by the way. You know what's weird? When I hear those emails, like during it, I guess like it's like, oh, yeah. And as soon as he's done, like it doesn't feel like it was about me or us. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Like I'm like, wow, that person sounds really nice. And she's mm-hmm. saying some nice things about mm-hmm. some people. 
Yeah. yeah. This one's from Christine. Subject, Rob's allergies and Nick Swisher. That's Tom Segura's wife, Christine. That's what Joey Diaz calls Christina P. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Uh, Never correct him. <laughs> I uh, PJ Pants Pod, fairly new listener here. Currently living down in Panama City, Florida, the Redneck Riviera, but originally from Buffalo, New York, where my heart still lives. Go Bills. I just started listening to the pod following Jamie's appearance on Off the Beat with Brian Baumgartner. Oh. I'm, I'm a huge uh, Sopranos fan. I watched it when it was out. Uh, I was in high school at the time. I'll never forget the series finale that Sunday night and how I was left uh, reeling for the next week. My husband and I just recently rewatched the entire series, and I have a whole new appreciation for it as an adult. I don't really have a question. Just wanted to share that my significant other and I enjoy listening to you guys each week. I have a little bit in common with all of you. I'm constantly laughing out loud to myself. On the very first episode, Rob mentioned his allergies. I too have cat and dog allergies and asthma. I've always I always have to ask if someone has pets before going to their house and 99% of the time they're taken aback about why I would have to ask such a question. It's nice to hear someone else share the same problem. If you don't suffer from allergies or asthma, you just don't get it. I have a 5-year-old daughter, so Jamie's stories about being a mother resonate with me and Cass. Well, he's just the sweetest and funniest, and I'm so glad to have been introduced to him through the pod. Oh, yes. To touch on Nick Swisher, I was so excited to hear him mention last week on the pod. Confession, I've always had a huge crush on him, and it's neat to know that Jamie's family and his are so close. The connections to my life and interests always come up on the pod in the most random ways, and I love it. Thanks, all three of you, for being so awesome. The time and energy you put into making the episodes are very appreciated, so please keep going. Are all of you watching anything interesting right now? Jamie, I finally started Yellowstone and I'm hooked. Thanks for the recommendation. Take care, all. Thanks for making my days a little brighter. Thanks, Christine. Thanks, that Christine. feels a little more appropriate. I feel like that I can relate to. It's like, oh, Jamie's the sweetest and she's so nice. And Casim's the best guy ever. And Rob has asthma and allergies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right on. Now I feel like they're talking about us. What's a new show? Season six, Peaky Blinders is out. Oh, Cutter Ooh. just watched it and he was like, he thought it was the best. I There's a lot that. of good TV. Uh, the here's old my man thing with, I hear is good. Oh, with Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm watching The Rehearsal, which is Nathan Fielder's new show on HBO. Do you know? Oh, who I Nathan heard it's Fielder? really funny. He it did be, that Nathan. It could be one you, of the right? funniest. Yes. It could be the funniest show I've ever seen. And I'm and I'm not trying to over. See, I didn't like Nathan it. for you. If you don't like Nathan for you, then oh, you, he's great. It, it's a it's a sensibility thing for sure. Okay. But it's like I, I talked a little bit about this earlier today, but just in the first episode and it's in the trailer, so I'm not really spoiling anything. The conceit of the show is that he will help people rehearse a big moment that they want to do or accomplish in their lives. Um, and so it opens with uh, Nathan coming over to this uh, guy Skeet's house and he, uh, the, the guy Skeet opens his door and Nathan introduces himself and they're in this guy's apartment and they're talking about what he wants to accomplish. And the guy's like, well, I've been harboring this lie for 12 years in my trivia group um, and I want to come out and tell them that I've been holding this lie. And Nathan's like, well, we're going to do that via rehearsal. Uh, you may not know this, but I've been rehearsing this moment uh, over and over and over. And they cut to... And if and, and Nathan was like, there was a moment last week where you might have remembered where the gas company came over to inspect a gas leak and they cut to footage of these guys in this guy's apartment. 
and they're just LIDAR mapping this guy's <laughs> whole apartment, right? They built this guy's apartment to scale. Wow. They put all the books they would have on the shelf. Like it, they, they to scale built this guy's apartment and they, they just showed Nathan rehearsing all the shit that he just did like coming <laughs> in and like all the little jokes that, Oh, is this door city? Cause he sees two doors and it's like, it's just one of the most unbelievably funny things. And um, so much effort is put in it's such an absurd concept. And if you liked it, Nathan for you, I'm sure you're already watching it, but if you haven't watched it yet, I think it's, one of the finest pieces of TV I've seen in a long time. Oh yeah. That's good. Did you guys watch the bear? <laughs> Did you watch the bear? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. You know why? Cause Jamie, Jamie wanted to say yeah. And then she realized she just said she didn't like it. And she was like, Oh, it's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jamie, haven't watched the bear. I told you to. Yeah, have you have you watched it, Jamie? In its entirety, I talked about it on here. Oh yeah, I don't even know what Good. this is. Rob, I told you to watch it—the show with the guy at the restaurant in Chicago. There's oh seven yeah, yeah. I, I don't associate that name with that show. Yeah, I, I didn't see it yet, but I I know the show you're talking about. That's right. You can watch it on the plane. No, no. Do you not watch things on a plane? Yeah, I save episodes of Shark Tank just for. No. That's your plane show? Planes, is this a superstition that you have to watch Shark Tank? Yes, but also it's also because mm. it's like ADD where like it, it, it keeps my focus because it's like changing and this. I had like, no idea you did this. Yeah, if I'm no watching a show, like if I'm watching a show and I get bored for five minutes, my brain starts like going where Shark Tank You're is You're not like, going to get bored with the bear. Nah, I can't risk it. Jay. I already downloaded right. eight episodes of Shark Tank. What's a what's a crazy product idea? Have you had? Have you watched one of those and been like, "Oh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make this." That's essentially what people do when they watch that show. Yeah, no, I'm not that. Like, that's not my. You know what I mean? Like the same that's way, like go to. Yeah, like, entrepreneurial I, I, spirit in you, huh? Not no, like I, I like the idea of like. Did starting, you think there was? <laughs> I like the idea of like starting with somebody from a ground up thing and like, oh, how could we figure out other use cases for that? But actually being like. Oh, I have this pen, and if I if I turn it, th like I, I don't know. I just I want people to like make yeah. the most original. I am is when I don't have a squatty potty in a hotel, and I take two <laughs> rolls of toilet paper and I put my feet on that instead. Oh, that's crafty. Thanks. Yeah. See, maybe I should go in with that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> hey, Mark Cuban. See these right here? It's toilet paper. Yes, but watch this. Yeah, you just put your and feet like. On. Uh, why are you naked from the waist down? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, like, security. Just wait, just wait, yeah. Mark. <laughs> you just take a shit on their stage. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that you watched that stuff. That's great. I, I have to check out Peaky Blinders. I did watch Sandman too, a few episodes of the Sandman, which is based on the comic book. Do you ever have you ever heard of the comic book Sandman? No. Okay, I'm not going to get into it. This isn't. Yeah, this is. This, this isn't is for your other. This is for your other job, pal. Yeah, this isn't the <laughs> arena for this, and I apologize. Although there were some people that wrote in that there are Sopranos X Marvel fans that are that crossover. So those of you can hit me up in my DMs. Cool. I'll give you my opinion. Cool. I watched. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, dude, we got to get sound bites of just Jamie. Yeah, but when Jamie's not here, we got to get little sound bites of her cool. just going, cool. Like I hit my space bar and it's Jamie going, that's good. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I watched uh, I watched a video of Kasim at Comic-Con. Very funny. 
I, oh, what, you the, know the what? Man on the he street was video? shining. I, mm, Casa McComicon, I watched you and I was like, there he is. You, I could see you happy doing your God given gift, like doing your Unknowing thing. People. No, yeah. but like you, you were, hold on. Oh, not the clicking now, please. <laughs> not in the middle of high praise. That's the real God. Our <laughs> God. That's right. <laughs> Oh, you were no. just shining, and I loved it. Thanks, babe. I appreciate it. You were amongst your you people. Yeah, you know what it is? <laughs> you, said, you said it like you were wearing a fedora. <laughs> you're amongst your people. He's, a, he's amongst his people, but rightly so. He's looked at as a cool guy in that crowd. So oh, he's not he's just, like the Pied Piper. I'm a day, yeah. I'm a day walker. I'm like Wesley Snipes in that Blade movie. You know, a little bit of yeah. this, a little bit of that. Hybrid. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, 20 years ago, you were just a guy walking around those places. And yeah. then you were looking, uh-huh. you were looking at them like so angry that you weren't, <laughs> that you weren't, the respect wasn't on your name, the proper that's respect. Right. Yeah. No, that's and you, right. you got, got it. it. You went oh, to YouTube I, and you fucking, you got it. I got no it, one buddy. that's goods you there. <laughs> and no one pats you on the back at old, uh, no one patronizes you at Comic Con. <laughs> no. No. I am a I'm endless a king. praise. That's yeah. right. And then I come back to this pod and I am humbled. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, guys, that's a great pod back. <laughs> the three amigos, they call us. huh? Yeah, we're back. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, this pod. Please, if you're watching it on YouTube, click that subscribe button. Click that bell, too, while you're at it. Get that Maybe. notification going. Can we do the hello again? Let's do the hello again. From the top? Let's let's do the hello again. Remember, Rob? Hi guys. Do the hello. Hi. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was I was just gonna leave it again. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> oh, hey, hey guys. Yeah. Hi, uh, welcome back. Sorry, go ahead, Cass. Yeah, no, that's it. Really, we're on uh, Instagram. We have a TikTok. Uh, Jamie and I are on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Rob's off the grid. Do not try and contact him. Leave we're going to be on the road. Rob's going to be uh, zooming in. So the pod is going to be all Zoom for a while. I know Rob loves that, but we would rather do that than not. So we appreciate you guys uh, dealing and putting up with that. And- Rob's going to Miami. Then Rob's going to Maine. Then Rob's going to New York. Rob's on the move. Rob is by coastal who says yeah. he doesn't like to travel this guy's all over yeah, the place guy. international man of leisure making um, moves great we'll see you in the next one guys have a great week bye